0: Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we continue this journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back everybody. Here we are episode 32 and this is going to be the last episode of season one. This December I'm going to be taking my regular winter break where I spend time reflecting, resting, being present with my body, with my family, with my friends, and with any creative insights that come. I think it's so important to give ourselves time to rest and and to not do, <laughs> you know. And so this is what I love to do in December. It's already a time that has a certain fullness to it and I have a full-time job that I love at The Tapping Solution um, so that will continue of course but as far as the coaching I do, the podcast, the other creative work that I that I like to do, I like to take a break from it in December and let myself just ah uh, relax, receive the the bounty of the year that's passed, that's gone by and kind of replenish myself for the year ahead. So if you all like that idea and you get excited to do your own version of a winter break, let me tell you, I highly encourage it. It can be a little uncomfortable to say, hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to do less this December. Or maybe it's just a few weeks in December. of, Hey, I'm, I'm actually saying no to this whole kind of chunk of things <laughs> during this time so that I can rest more. Um, I know every year I, I bump up against a little bit of that discomfort of, ah, is this really okay to just stop? But um, every time I do it, I really feel this sense of deep gratitude. And I do feel refreshed for the year ahead. It's nice to create contrast, right? It's like the beauty of pauses in a song or empty space in in a piece of art, right? It's like we need, we need contrast, we need variety to help us be present and appreciate all the different parts. So yeah, so that's what's going to happen here. And here we are, so this is the end of season one, and I feel so grateful for this podcast. I think that so much in my life has kind of clicked into place like puzzle pieces ever since I started doing this podcast back in April of this year. And I can't wait to see what comes with season two in the new year. So I will be back in January and we will keep digging in every week to the wonderful world of love signals and exploring ways to connect with love and think about love and all all that good stuff. So I'm excited for season two <laughs> and to conclude season one, I came upon this theme, I think kind of occurred to me sometime last week, either based on the podcast I recorded, or maybe it's been from some of the writing I've been doing for the book I'm working on. But the theme feels so appropriate, and it also feels like such a nice note to end on and to leave you all with as we go into this yummy winter break time. And the theme is, drumroll please, (laughs) let in the love. Moreover, let it in all the way. And this idea to me is about becoming better at receiving. This could be love. This can be compliments. This can be you know, opportunities to relax. I think so many of us haven't been taught how to, how to do that or, or we just are very out of practice. I think about how often, you know, somebody gives us a compliment and we just compliment them right back, right? It's like we don't even let it in all the way. We just say, I love your top. Oh, I love your top. You know? <laughs> and uh, we don't pause to let it in all the way. I got some really cool insights into this whole concept all throughout my life from conversations with my mom about massage. She's a massage therapist, and she pointed out to me what a gift it is to her As the massage therapist there she is doing her practice you know massaging helping people to feel better you know working on their hands their feet their legs their arms their head their neck their back all of it and she gets so much joy out of the sessions she does where she can see and feel that the person is letting it in it's actually so much more enjoyable for her when she's working on somebody who can really let it in who can really relax enjoy themselves, and, you know, receive, receive the massage, receive that healing touch. And in contrast, when people have trouble receiving, have trouble shifting into that receptive mode, and they stay tight, and kind of even tight in their mind, right, tight in their energy, it's it's less fun, it's less satisfying. And I I loved it when she pointed that out to me, because I think there's Possibly this kind of secret, unconscious assumption that we have that if I let the compliment in all the way, that's going to seem like mm. like with compliments specifically. Uh, but I think this carries over. Like if I let it in all the way, that that makes me seem bad in some way. That makes maybe it makes me seem like with compliments. I think. It, I could see a judgment there being like, oh, maybe it makes me seem like I think I'm really great and I'm not humble and I'm, you know, I, I, I think I deserve all that and maybe I don't. And so I think it can bump up against what it's like and, and, and the fears that we can have about feeling good about ourselves and, and. Allowing ourselves to feel worthy of good things, of kindness, of love, of massage, of rest, of compliments. And I love this, this point that my mom made, though, because it kind of shifted that for me. Because I think any any sense of unworthiness or discomfort I could feel about receiving shifted when I realized, wait, it's actually a gift to the person giving me that compliment or being kind to me or saying, hey, please rest, please take a break, or hey, enjoy this massage. It's a gift to them if I let it in all the way. It actually It's like it completes that cycle. And in a way, it frees up more energy rather than it feeling kind of tight and awkward of, oh, no, you complimented me, but I can't let it in. It's like, no, like let it in all the way and let that person receive the joy of seeing you let in the compliment all the way. Or let that massage therapist, Feel the joy of you actually receiving this profound skill and gift that they have, right? And I think of this with our loved ones, right? The letting, letting the person you love when they're loving you, when they're telling you I love you, when they're showing you how they love you, if you let that in all the way, that's actually a gift to them because it tells them like, hey, I hear you. I feel you. We are connected in this moment. And so this is um, this is something that I think is just so valuable to emphasize because it's almost like so many of us are going through life, let's focus on love specifically, it's like we're going through life and we might even be doing a bunch of self-care practices, a bunch of meditations and self-love journaling and maybe you're even doing a love letter project, all these things. We might be basically creating like a super abundant, presence of all this goodness but we may still be holding ourselves separate from it like i think of the analogy of like being in like the most abundant kitchen that's just so well stocked it has everything you could ever want and and maybe even a bunch of pre-made things right where it's like it's maybe it's even that things are ready and hot on the stove right soup that you could ladle out into bowls fresh baked bread whatever floats your boat i know that while I do not eat gluten, I love thinking about it. <laughs> so in my dreams, there, there is bread. So it's like, it's almost like we're all in these abundantly stocked kitchens that are full of, of so many foods that are ready to be eaten, ready to be even made into things we could eat. And we are just, we're just starving. We're sitting there doing nothing, feeling so cold, feeling so hungry, and we could feel starved. And it's so ironic, right? Like the food's right there. Why, why aren't you eating it? Why aren't you letting yourself be filled up with it? Why aren't you letting it in, letting the nourishment in? And I just think that this is a thing that we do. And it doesn't make us bad or wrong. It's not like some new problem that you have to fix. I think it's just something to be aware of. It's, it can be a skill in and of itself, to know how to let things in all the way. And in somatic psychology, oh, I love this, in um, body-mind centering is one of the kind of whole modalities inside of somatic psychology, and they talk about these five movements that we do. And the first one, but then also the end one, because it's kind of a loop, is called the yield And I think I might have talked about this before on the podcast. But I think it's one of the most profound things, so I love to talk about it often. Yield means to – like you could think about a baby after they're born, right? This is one of the examples that's given in somatic psychology. A baby after they're born, oftentimes they'll be placed on their mother's chest. And that baby gets to just rest and yield – to the support of their mom beneath them, they're also, you know, kind of aware. their 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 awareness is coming online, right? They're drinking in the sounds, the the light, the smells, all of it. The warmth of their mother, and they're kind of sensing. There's a way that when you're in yield, you're kind of letting things in, but you're also sensing. Okay, what's here? What's really here? And And then it progresses. I'll quickly share this because I think it's cool, especially when you map it onto an infant because it makes sense. Infants will then start to push. That's the second movement where they kind of push themselves up from laying down on their tummies, push themselves up to kind of be able to see like, oh, like there you are and here I am. (laughs) So they push themselves up. Then the next thing they do is a reach. They'll reach for something that they want. And then they'll grab it, grasp and then pull. So those are the five movements and it comes back to yield. So for example, this works really well if it's um, like a blanket or even a piece of food where, you know, the baby's like, they sense, especially once they're a little older and they can move themselves around a little, they could be on the floor, kind of yield to the floor. Okay, here I am. And then they kind of sense, oh, there's something that I want. That's a little out of my reach. So then they push themselves up to be able to locate it a bit better. Then they reach for it, then they grasp it, and then they pull it towards them. Or they pull themselves towards it, right? And then if it's something that they want to eat, then they get to yield again. They eat that food, they yield again. They let it in. And the cycle, you know, repeats. And, And of course, that cycle has so many different variations. But those five movements, those five gestures, basically, are things that we repeat all throughout our lives because the push can also be seen in differentiation like in teenager age, you know, adolescence where the child is starting to differentiate themselves more from their adult parents, right? It's like, oh, wait, this is you, this is me. Okay, we're different, we're separate. Um, There's also, you know, so much grasp, so to speak, or, or actually more reach in the way we have desires and we aspire towards things and and so on but yield in in particular i think is so valuable i think it was so profound to me to learn about it because one of the things that is is distinguished here or or differentiated here is that a yield is not the same thing as a collapse and oftentimes we confuse the two for one another so we think oh cuz yield is like it's relaxing right you're you're letting it all in you're you're absorbing digesting resting. But sometimes we think, oh, well, yeah, I, I laid down on the sofa and just zonked out to TV and snacks and I did the rest thing. I rested. But were you really resting or were you collapsing? Right? And, and the main difference I feel between collapse and yield is that collapse, it's almost like all the structure, all the ways that we can feel kind of full and like we have room for our lungs we have room for our heart there's room for us to exist even as we rest that goes away there's this there's this collapse there isn't room for the lungs and the breathing there's almost this almost like a not alive kind of quality to the collapse whereas yield it's so juicy it's so alive while resting so anyway what does this have to do with letting in love well the yield is the part where we let it in all the way. And so many of us, because we collapse, especially once we get to the relaxation or the sweetness or the goodness in our lives, so many of us have pushed ourselves so far at that point that we just collapse. And so we might think on the surface, oh, I'm, I'm doing things to, um, to replenish myself. You know, this is my me time. But if there's a, if there isn't yield there, if there isn't breath there, and and uh, kind of this this awareness, if it, if we're completely cutting ourselves off from ourselves and our breath, then in a way, any goodness we're trying to give can't register all the way. And you might think about this in your own life. You might notice, oh, wow, there are ways I see, like, ah, maybe that's why this activity feels so much more replenishing than this one. And I will say, I think that one can watch TV and have delicious snacks, and it can be in a yielded state. It can be in that, like, juicy letting it in, savoring it, enjoying it, breathing through. Or it can be done in a collapsed state. I don't think it's necessarily... Uh, that certain activities equal collapse versus yield. I think it's really about us. I think certain activities lend themselves more to one than the other. You know, for me, I think massage is one of the best ways for me to really yield, whether it's self-massage or receiving a massage from my mom or another massage therapist. There's a way that I feel like I'm able to be really present as I relax and receive. So these are just things, things to keep in mind, things to ask ourselves. So to bring it back, letting in love, letting it in all the way. I've painted a picture here of, you know, being starving in a beautiful, fully stocked kitchen. And I bet you don't want that. I know I don't want that. So how can we help ourselves feel more nourished, more filled up? How can we let in the love that's here? whether or not we do feel like we're, we're filling our lives with an abundance of love and goodness and delight. Um, because the thing, the thing about letting in love all the way, and anything really, compliments, whatever it might be, is that you start to connect more with the feeling of abundance of that thing, right? You never have enough if you never let it in all the way. But if you let it in all the way, Very, very little is needed to feel satisfied. This is something I know I experienced as I did a lot of um, tapping work on my relationship with food and the ways I used to emotionally eat really hit this note of I wasn't letting it in all the way. I wasn't even, it's like I wasn't letting myself enjoy the food or letting myself really savor it and once I started to do that once I stopped getting into this stress tight mode around food and started to just feel more ease and yield around it I was able to feel so much more satisfied and and really in a way I was able to feel satisfied for the first time in, in a long time I think so much of the time for me with emotional eating part of the stress of it was that I just never felt satisfied And looking back now, I realize that's because, of course, I couldn't feel satisfied. It wasn't even registering. I wasn't letting it in all the way. I wasn't in a place where I could let it in all the way because I was so tight and stressed about it all. So as I have relaxed more, and this is basically step one, right? Invite in more relaxation. Invite in more peace and ease around the thing that maybe you feel some scarcity around. Money. Money love, whatever it might be so that you can start to actually receive what's already here. You can feel the enoughness of what's already here. So tapping is a wonderful way to help us relax more. It just, it, they've done so many studies. It literally reduces cortisol, which is a stress hormone levels in, in the bloodstream. And they, I think they measured it through saliva samples. Cause that's an easy way to grab samples, <laughs> you know, um, and tapping is just such a profound way to help you relax more. Whether you say words while you tap or you just literally tap on the points just to help yourself breathe a little deeper once or twice a day. And the other things that can be helpful when it comes to letting in love and 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 just letting things in, being, being a high quality receiver, right? <laughs> it sounds like a sports thing. Eh, I, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, another thing that we can do is we can take time to reflect on those moments. So this is great, especially when it comes to loving words that have been said to us. I know I was actually talking about this with my partner recently, Dylan. You've saying, oh, my mind is so busy. Sometimes it's like, I'll hear you say something so kind, so loving, but especially when I'm stressed about something, my brain just jumps to the next thing and it's like it doesn't even register what you said, even though there's a part of me that's like, oh, she said the thing, she said the thing that I wanted to hear, that I needed to hear, that I was so eager to hear. But then next thing I know, I'm just moving on to the next thing and, and the next thing that my brain wants to be stressed about, basically. And I so appreciated him sharing that. And I felt, like I, I understood it so much. I've dealt with that. I've really, really dealt with that where it can, and it can feel so maddening. It's like, wow, these people in my life, they're saying such kind things. They're, they are telling me what I want to hear basically in their own way. You know, it's, it's, they want to share love with me and I want to receive that love, but ah, it's not getting in there. I feel this, this, this. you know what is it endless pit you know if I need more I need more I need more it's not enough it's not enough and once I realized wait I could feast on what they've already given me I could savor it more by simply recollecting it and letting myself feel those words and feel the energy behind them again I have a really dear friend and I remember we were working through something and and she she shared you know I I was feeling worried like wait am I not important to you you know that was kind of the the deeper fear I was having and there were so many moments in that conversation where she really shared how important I am to her how much she cares about our friendship and this was one of the things where I dealt with this where I, I you know went away from this very lovely very beautiful very nourishing interaction but in the days that followed I could still feel like I just don't know I don't know am I though am I though and it felt so good to relax, to slow down, and it helped so much to remember the words she had said, and even let myself remember as best I could the look on her face, the, the body language she had, and the feeling of that moment to imagine almost being back in that moment again, and letting in her words, letting in that love, that care, and that reassurance. I love this because it's so empowering. It reminds me of the entire year-long project of love signals, where I was like, you know what? Rather than waiting <laughs> for the world to say the things, I'm like, ah, please, please tell me these things I want to hear. I can, I can give myself that, and this feels like another layer of that, right? Because there are wonderful people in our lives who are telling us how much they love us who are who are being there for us in big ways and little ways and this is such a wonderful other place to explore like hey maybe maybe some of the hunger i feel around this is simply because i'm not letting it in all the way and also this is totally something you can share with people in your life if you notice wow this is really a thing i know i appreciated my partner sharing that with me because rather than feeling A little frustrated when he says oh you know could you say this again or or, what was that or now I feel eager for the opportunity to to repeat myself and to repeat the loving things that I want him to know because oh my gosh I do want it to sink in I want him to feel it all the way so I'm happy to say it again whereas I think before I might have assumed oh he just wasn't listening because he doesn't care right that the the fear mind can sneak in and tell us unhelpful stories or you know oh i'm for me it's it's often the story of oh i must not be doing it right i'm not doing it right and that's why it's not getting through but how human how beautiful to realize oh yeah he's just having the experience that i've had so many times of of just not being able to let it in all the way in that moment and needing needing to circle back <laughs> for one reason or another right so i've outlined two things here so far if you wanna practice being good at receiving all the goodness that's here, right? Love, abundance, etc. one of the first things to do is just to relax more. When we're relaxed, when we're breathing deeply, when we feel like we're present in our bodies, we're able to receive not only the information of what's around us, but the actual nourishment that's here for us. And then two, savor it spend time recollect reflect and this is where I think the love the love letters come in to play as well and perhaps this is part three write it down right write out the things that maybe have been said or or that you know to be true or that you just want to spend more time with writing is a wonderful way to spend more time with those feelings and those thoughts and it's a wonderful way to kind of milk all the, all the goodness from it, right? It's like you're just finding all those little nooks and crannies where even more nourishment can be found. So this is a skill, right? Receiving is a skill all in and of itself. I really encourage you all to explore practicing it. And uh, I'm going to share a love letter now and let's see if it stirs up any other insights. So this is from May 3rd of 2021. Dear Michaela, my love for you is like a river flowing and bubbling, nourishing the landscape of your heart and mind, rejoicing in the hills and valleys, rocks and eddies of your soul. Thank you for letting my love in and for letting my keen appreciation in. I love you so much, and it flows from me with such fervor and joy. May today find you with creative ideas and peaceful contentment. Mm. That's a fun one. Part of why I chose this one was because there I was. I opened up this journal, it was so cool. I love this. I love finding the love letters to share with you all each week because. It's just kind of a fun, random, you know, let let God be my guide moment where I open up, you know, whichever journal I feel inspired to open up and I glance at a few pages and this was the first one I found. And right there, right in the middle, thank you for letting my love in. There it is. (laughs) And that, I love circling back to that of, you know, the joy. I remember feeling the joy of this was a moment of appreciation of like, wow, you know, this is May of 2021. This was towards the end of the year long project. And I was really celebrating, like, this is so great that I'm able to let in this love, like, I'm so glad I'm able to let in all this love that I'm sharing with myself. And even on the level of the love that I feel from God, right, I'm so glad I'm letting in that love, like, oh, my gosh. And I could imagine, not that I know exactly how God feels, if God. Even had exact feelings, but I could imagine my creator, right, being so grateful that I'm letting in love. I can imagine that of, ah, thank you for letting my love in. Thank you for letting my keen appreciation in. I love you so much, right? So it, was, it felt like a true celebration of, wow, this is so cool that I'm able to let this in. And it's fun to hear this, some of these words that I use, the, the idea of love being like a river, nourishing the landscapes of your heart. That was something I shared, I believe, in a, in an episode a few, a few back. Yeah. Loving our inner landscapes back in, what was that? Episode 29, loving our inner landscapes. And, um, it's, I just, I love that idea, right? And, I think that water really resonates with me and the idea of the way that a river and mists and marshlands and all that can create so much variety in a landscape and the feeling of all that variety inside of ourselves and then the feeling of water as something that's nourishing, right? It's flowing, it's bubbling, nourishing the landscape of your heart and mind. And then imagining the the river moving across hills and valleys and rocks and eddies like There's almost a joy that I see in water when it's bubbling and and cascading and splashing and there's something very, very alive about it all. And so imagining love, whether it's our love for life, our love for another person, our love for God or God's love for us, to imagine that love as this water that's flowing feels so yummy to me. And so that's why I write about it like that. (laughs) Um, And all of that brings me back to what I say at the beginning of every episode, you know, exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. And I don't know if I've ever really explained that idea, but I think about how, you know, love, right, it sends a message to us and we need to receive it, right? It's it's important that we receive it because when we receive it, I think that helps us, that empowers us to let the signal of love flow through us as well, right? The love comes through and then it goes, It it registers in our own hearts and then it can flow through us. We can become... A beacon, a, a window of that light. But it's important that we receive it, right? There has to be some level of receiving it for it to then be something we can share. And it just feels so beautiful to me. I love it. It feels like this abundant flow. And to make it about water again, you know, water has this beautiful cycle where it can be liquid, it can become vapor, right? It can become gas and clouds and then it can become liquid again it can freeze right there's this whole water cycle where the water of the planet is recycling itself it's going through these different forms and there's something so profound about that and I think about how love feels like it's doing that too it goes through different forms right there's sometimes where it's very tangible sometimes where it's very solid sometimes where it's very fluid sometimes where it's not very tangible and more uh, kind of like a mist right and so letting ourselves be part of that cycle of love be and I think we naturally are I think we can't really help it I don't I don't think we have to think about this that hard and my biggest invitation that I want to leave you all with here is just to let yourself feast on the love that's here let yourself be nourished by the love that's here by letting it in all the way and whatever way you do that right whether it's talking about it with people you love whether it's reminiscing in your mind whether it's slowing down and taking deep breaths anytime you're doing something that feels nourishing five deep breaths when you take a bath five deep breaths when you lay down in your bed to go to sleep whatever that looks like maybe you're tapping right But all these ways that you can feast on love, you know, maybe you're writing love letters, let yourself feast on the love that's here. Let yourself really enjoy it. Let it in all the way because it is a gift to those who are letting love flow through them to you for you to receive it too, right? Then we all get to be in it together. We all get to be in just the flow of love. It's just like a love fest, you know? (laughs) So... Oh, I think we did it. I hope that you all enjoy yourselves in the coming month of December. Let yourself feast on all the love that's here. I have a feeling there's like a stockpile in in every single person's life of love. And maybe it's in little moments, right? There's, There's so much love seeking us out. There's so much goodness seeking us out. And that's another aspect of the gift of letting it in is that we start to realize how much is actually here. I wish you all the best and I will see you in the new year. May you be well. Please share this podcast with anybody who you think would benefit. And with that, I'll close. There's so much love here for you. May you feel it more and more every day. Every moment, every breath. Take care.